Hello and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This episode is Netflix's 230th film from 2020. It's the South Korean dystopian action thriller Time to Hunt, or Sen Yangui Sagan, directed by Yoon Sung Hyun. It stars Lee Hee Hoon, Ahn Jae Hong, Choi Wook Shik, and Park Jong Min. I'm Jesse. I'm here writing solo for this episode, this Netflix original film. So if you are interested in checking out Time to Hunt, give us a pause, come back a little bit later on, because I'm going to spoil this at various stages throughout this discussion on this film. But as always, we start the show with a fast flick, a quick little summary of what the film's all about to give you a little bit of a taster. So this one is about a bunch of young men deciding to steal some money to get away from a bad life, but they have to deal with being chased. Ooh, this this is this is different, I guess. I wasn't expecting this to be a bit of like a, a cat and mouse style film. So um, yeah, this, this is where we're going with this one. But before we do talk in depth about the film, we'll give a little bit of a background, I guess, about how this arrived on Netflix. So this film started principal photography in January of 2018 and went through until the middle of July of 2018. Uh, it, it had its premiere, the, the film premiered at the 70th Berlin International Film Festival on the 22nd of February 2020, making it the first Korean film to be screened at the Berlinale Special Edition. I mean, and then it was supposed to get a theatrical release in theatres from Feb 26th of 2020, but was postponed because of the COVID-19 pandemic. We are going to see that a lot more with films as we get through 2020 and 2021. On March, on the 23rd of 2020, it was announced that Netflix would release the film in April of that year. However, um, the South Korean courts were got involved because the distribution company called Contents Panda put an injunction in to stop the release of the film on Netflix. They claimed to hold the international distribution rights prior to Netflix agreeing with the studio company. So very interesting. Um, they had to sort things out. They came up with an agreement uh, and then Netflix did get the actual rights but sort of delayed its release a little bit until the 23rd of April of 2020. So Netflix obviously were pretty keen to, to get the worldwide distribution rights for this film. This film across the world, the translations in Brazil, Japan, Mexico, Poland, Russia and Spain, it's called Hunting Time. In Greek, it's called The Chase Begins. In Arabic, it's called Fishing Time. So I think uh, the literal translation there is a little bit different. Hunting for Fish uh, maybe doesn't tie in quite too well with this film. And the English alternative title is called The Night of the Hunter. Very good. Um, the, I guess in November of 2021, sort of after the success of Squid Game, and obviously this film's been out for about a year, Netflix announced that it's going to actually remake this Korean language film, marking the first time that Netflix has adapted one of its local language movies into English. Netflix has hired the director Adam Randall for the adaptation, marking the director's third collaboration with Netflix. So after iBoy, a film that we did in our first couple of episodes on this podcast, as well as a film called Night Teeth, which we haven't covered yet. But Randall, the director, he described the studio as incredibly supportive and collaborative, something we see quite a lot with directors when talking about Netflix. He's also mentioned about the original film, the one that I'm talking about today, that he watched it early in lockdown and thought it was a really strong concept. It's a half heist, half chase movie set in a near dystopia. So it combines three of his favorite cinematic genres. The version that he's working on is set in the USA, 
with a different story but similar structure. And he said, from what he understood, this is the first time Netflix had optioned one of its own foreign language movies, which I've already said. So he said the option process was a little bit complicated, but now it's done. And I'm guessing some of those complications may have come from that original issue that Netflix had with trying to get the, the rights for this film worldwide. So an interesting story behind this one. As I mentioned before, it debuted on the 22nd of Feb 2020 at the Berlin International Film Festival. Uh, it hit Netflix in North America on the 10th of Feb before worldwide on the 20... Sorry the 10th of April before hitting Netflix worldwide on the 23rd of April in 2020. It was filmed in and around Seoul in South Korea. Uh, it did have a little bit of a theatrical release, made nearly 7,000 US dollars on screens. It was nominated for a couple of awards for three, no actual wins, but it was nominated at the Asian Film Awards for Best Cinematography and the Bake Sang Art Awards for Best Actor for Lee Ju-hoon and Best New Actor for Park Hae-soo. So um, a little bit of recognition there, which is nice to see. What are the critics and audiences saying about this film? On Rotten Tomatoes, it sits on a 65% on 17 reviews. That is just fresh. Audience has it a little bit lower on 58%. That's on more than 50 ratings. IMDb, it's a little bit higher on a 6.3 out of 10 on over 6,000 ratings. And Letterboxd, a little bit higher again at 3.3 out of 5 on nearly 12,000 ratings, but it's been logged by nearly 16,000. Wow. All right. <laughs> Mouthful. Let's get into my early thoughts. I, I remember when this came out because it was that, that pandemic lockdown and sort of keeping track of everything that was coming out every week and I was pretty excited to watch it and, um I think I going into watching it now though I, I had no context of what the film was all about and I think it sort of surprised me that it was this uh sort of chase film like cat mouse chase style film I, I really enjoyed the commentary on society in this film and there's some highly effective tense scenes like the tension in some of these scenes in the second half of the film just done so well so um yeah fairly positive on this one all right, the characters in this one. It's a little bit hard to talk about some of the characters, I guess, but, I mean, we've got these four boys, I guess, who are being chased. So we'll talk about um, Jun Silk, who is this character who's been in prison, and, and his friends come and get him and, and meet him once he's released from prison. And it's from a robbery uh, a few years prior that he took the blame for so his friends could be free. Uh, he, he's got no family. He's got no friends. Sorry, he's got no family, so his friends are like his blood. They're, they are his family. And he dreams of this new life on a beach a, a nice location with beautiful water and, and sandy beaches and this is this is something that he's thought about long and hard while he while he's been locked up and i think um this, this is really his film it, it's always hard to get an audience on board to want to see a criminal succeed especially when they've been locked up in jail and then they're committing more crimes but it it, it works it does work and like the other characters that that surround him we've got um jang ho who's almost like the the comic relief he sort of sleeps a lot gets injured early in the film uh, so it puts sort of him a step behind the others when when they're constantly on the run and the other character that sort of is a little bit different to the to the other two i guess is um ki hoon who a little bit of a trivia fact um, played by choi wook Sheik, who played the son in the oscar winning film parasite but he's different in that he actually has parents um, he wants a new life but he can't leave his parents behind because he's actually got this family and he, he recognizes how much he means to his friends but at the same time he's got what they don't have and he doesn't quite want to give that up yet uh the other person they get on board is um, Sang Su, who sort of owes them some money, I guess, the other three boys. Um, he works in this gambling den, so they use him to get inside to, to complete this heist, I guess. Um, he's, he's not very good with weapons, uh, which is a complete opposite to the guy who's chasing them down, uh, this guy called Han. And 
He's a police officer turned contract killer who is sort of sent after these boys by the, the gambling den to retrieve these hard drives that they stole that had uh, video footage and uh, further implications of the other crimes that, that these people are involved in in this dystopian society where uh, you know everything everyone's so poor and everyone's not doing so well um, and you've got these these gangsters who are making a lot of money and doing a lot of stuff that is making people a little bit uh, jealous, I guess. So let's let's have a look at the director, Yoon Sung Hoon Jun. Uh, five directing credits. They're all shorts or segments. So I think maybe one other film, all in Korean. So interesting to see where he goes after this film. And that leads me to the scenes. Time to talk about some scenes. So the, the ones that sort of stood out to me, I think, uh, they're all sort of in the back half of the film, I guess, when it starts to get real tense, like I mentioned before. So um, Jun Seok is sitting in this bar, sort of stressing about the money they've stolen and, and if they're going to be chased. And he's sort of he's getting these phone calls and there's no answer. And it's like almost the he when he returns the call, the phone's ringing in the room. It was just so well done with in the shadows and the, with the lighting in that scene. Uh, it leads to like packing up, you know, his friends, the gear really quickly to try and escape. And it leads into this excellent, like my favorite scene in the film is, is in this car park, um, which, you know, it's scary watching them walk around with guns, trying to make sure they're not being followed. And it sort of draws to like this idea where, you know, the lights in the car park go out, the car won't start. It was just so well done. Highly recommend that scene. Um, the other, the other sort of scenes are all involving when this hand guy is sort of catching up to them to chase them and this is one through the hospital corridors it was so tense again and then again at this um, abandoned building at the docks when they're getting ready to leave just so well done just felt felt the tension every single moment uh there's only one thing i guess that i didn't really like in this and it's sort of like the heist like they're planning for the heist and it's like a montage type scene which it's a common thing we see in heist films and i'm not sure it was done really effectively in this case but that's me sort of um just really picking a little bit hard uh theme some ideas what's what's this film saying i think that obviously it's about family it's about sometimes being envious of the family you don't have but also understanding that that family is more than just blood it can be friendship too and that leads to this coming of age growing up learning about yourself who you are especially when there's such financial collapse around you know you've got people who are poor there's there's homeless there's rundown buildings and also that idea of the american dollar being the only thing that's valuable um and as well i think you know crime in this film the idea that these boys once they get involved in the crime world it's there's almost this inability to escape and leading into if if you don't have anything to lose why would you stop you'd, you'd keep going you'd keep chasing to try and better yourself in some way okay what did i take away from this one i think you know the the, the back end of the film was a lot better with with the tension and stuff it, it did take a while to set up and i think the last 10 minutes probably too were a little bit disappointing um and this is a massive spoiler because it sort of ends up with um jun seok escaping and, and getting on that boat and getting to the island that all the boys were dreaming of and it could have ended right there with him getting away but it sort of goes on a little bit further that you know the idea of him having to head back to escape that constant fear of still being stalked about this this hun guy who's just been following them the whole time i don't know if that really worked but it's i don't know some people it may have worked for um and, and some questions or one question i guess i mean with this this ending that i'm talking about did, did we really need an open ending because it finishes with him on the boat heading back to the mainland like or heading back home like you know does he really need to go back for revenge um, or to clear his mind of, of always being hunted or, or could we have just have finished it and I guess maybe that's the idea of they're setting up in case they make a sequel and sometimes the idea of a sequel sort of ruins what you've seen on the screen in the lead up so interesting but I'm ready to wrap this up I think uh you know like I said it was a slow start um, I'm gonna 
talk about this film, give it a rating out of five. Um, as I said, the chase, the chase, once this chase begins, it's so effective and, and every scene feels like a must watch. It's, it's not going to be the best international film that you're going to see this year, but it's definitely worth checking out. And uh, if you can ignore the setup for the sequel at the end, as well as the, the slow start to the film, I think you're in for a good time. So I'm giving this a three and a half out of five. Decent score from me. We're on socials. We've got Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Please give us a follow. Give us a like if you can. I'm going to put a question out there for this week, but based on these boys all wanting to, to get to a nicer place, to a nice sunny beach location, what's your dream beach destination? I mean, Hawaii. They, they talk about Hawaii in this. I, I love Hawaii. I think it's a beautiful place. I think that's a great beach destination. Being in Australia, we've also got so many good beach destinations too up north. Um, I've recently been up to Noosa in Queensland. That was beautiful too, but so many good beaches. Um, in, in Japan, there's a beach called Okinawa, which I really want to visit, but it's really, really, I think, uh, not a place that a lot of Westerners go to, but any other good beach locations you can think of, let us know on our post. I'll be back next week with another film from 2020. It's going to be the action thriller called Extraction, which is directed by Sam Hargrave. It stars Chris Hemsworth, Rurash Sarwal, Randeep Huda, Pranashu Painuli, Golshif Farani, Panka Trupathi, and David Harbour. Apologies for the names. I'm excited. I remember when this came out. This is another one of those big Netflix films that I haven't seen yet, so I'm excited. Hopefully you are too. Hopefully you've enjoyed this conversation on this film if you've seen it. As always, thanks for listening, and I will see you next week.